Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. They say sometimes second time lucky, and we are lucky because he has such an important job. That is Kiwis coach Michael Maguire, who joins us on SENZ Mornings to talk about a number of things. Good morning to you, Michael. G'day, how are you, guys? Yeah, no, no, we're good, mate, we're good. Uh, you must be hankering for some international footy. Uh, yes, I am. Um, really looking forward to uh, getting the boys back together. Uh, you know, the Kiwi boys have uh, really created uh, a bond between themselves that's um, you know, wanting to roll into a strong World Cup campaign and uh, you know, get the results. So really looking forward to getting a, a potential mid-season test. Um, that's been sort of spoken about at the moment. And then uh, looking to get ourselves into camp at the back end of the season. Uh, but uh, yeah, we've got a lot of rugby league between now and then. So looking forward to seeing the, the depths of what we have now in the Kiwi team. Uh, squad uh, to see who uh, bobbles up and takes their opportunities when they uh, come about. Michael, one of those players you surely must want is Asofa Solomona. Now, he's holding out on the whole vaccination gig. As the Kiwis coach, have you tried to reach out and talk to him about the bigger cu- bigger picture? No, I haven't. Uh, I've had uh, some conversations with the Melbourne Storm and they're working through that with him. Uh, no doubt that'll get themselves sorted out because um, everyone's uh, yeah, working through what they need to at this time of um, yeah, what's going on in the world mm. and I'm sure uh, Big Father will get himself sorted out in time. Yeah, no, yeah, he's the sort of guy you want, isn't he? Uh, congratulations, Jerome. I definitely, I definitely, want him in, uh, definitely want him in that squad. <laughs> yeah. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't want the big unit there? Yeah. Uh, Jerome Hughes, yeah. you, you said in the media release... Uh, it was a, it was a tough call to pick him as Player of the Year. So, what did you see in Jerome Hughes as the NZRL Player of the Year? Yeah, it was a really tough uh, decision that one. I mean, you know, it's really nice to see the Kiwi boys. Uh, and you know, I'll, I'll share with you. We discussed when we were together, probably about eighteen months ago now, which is such a long time ago, about the Kiwi boys taking um, you know a real strong hold across the competition and, and growing themselves into becoming big names within. Uh, you know, what they do back in their club land and you know, have a lot more presence in their leadership and, and how they control the team. And I think Jerome's a great example of that where he's gone back and you'd see him play week in, week out this year and he had a real big influence on his team uh, and how he played. Every game he was very consistent. Uh, you can see that he was leading the team around and you know, especially talking to some of the um, Melbourne Storm players and uh, the coaching staff there, they said that uh, he's really worked hard in that base to become better at being a leader within the team too. So a lot of those sorts of things Things, of, uh, things that we've identified as the reasons why he, he took the award out this year. But in saying that, you've got people like Jabwe Hargreaves, uh, like Joey Mann, who stood up very well this year, and you know, I could go on with a num- number of other players. Uh, so it was a very difficult one. And you know, James Fisher-Harris, you know, he's playing outstanding uh, footy at the moment uh, in how he's going into being a real dominant front rower of the game. So 
Yeah, it's, it's good to see. We, we referred to James Fisher-Harris yesterday as one of those guys that's got a bit of old school about him. Not flashy, just gets down, gets dirty. He's a bit the, he's like Jerry, he's, a bit, he's your alpha male. Uh, very much so, yeah. I, I mean, I had uh, James uh, in the Kiwi space oh, probably about two years, two and a half years ago, and he's, he's very quiet about how he goes about things, but he's one of those players that you'd love to play with. Uh, you know, he's always uh, by your side, no doubt, in whatever battle it is. So, um, you know, I really enjoy coaching him and you know, I can really understand why he's excelling in what he's doing at the moment. There is one young player that's had a breakout year, went to the Parramatta Eels and then suddenly came alive on the edge, and he's going to be a Tiger in 2023. What what do you like about Isaiah Papali and the fact too that you wanted him at the Tigers? Yeah, everything he does, he's, he's got a real presence about himself. Uh, look, I think sort of leaving New Zealand and you know, coming over and then you know, growing into the man, you know, it's, uh, you, know you, you bring a lot of these young players into the game and they mature and then they learn how to apply their trade of the week in, week out of rugby league. And he's always had a presence on the field. Uh, and wherever he is, you've got to watch him. And, you know, I thought this year was definitely the year where he was able to achieve that in every game. And, you know, we always had big moments in games, uh, whether or not it was a, you know, a bustling run or you know, a defensive uh, decision that he was making. I thought that uh, his growth in that space uh, definitely inspired me to want to have him uh, a part of the team that I coach over here. Um, but also, too, from a Kiwi point of view, it's building that depth of our back rowers. Uh, you know, you've got uh, Kenny Bromwich, uh, you know, Todd Harris. You know, you've got all these players now that uh, are excelling. But someone like Isaiah coming in now and um, you know, making his mark on the game is a big thing. I've just been talking to a young lady called Michaela Blyde, Michael, who was part of the uh, gold medal winning Blackfern Sevens, and we were talking about culture, and she said the one thing about having a strong culture is having good people, and Isaiah appears to me to be one of those, a good person first and foremost. Uh, yeah, you're spot on there. I mean, you know, good teams are always have good culture. You know, they've got the right people that really care about you know, the jersey and what they do for their teammates. And you know, Isaiah comes from a great family. I was very fortunate to debut him. And uh, you know, mum's a superstar within rugby league and uh, very big in the CrossFit games over there. And uh, yeah, you can see that that's really trickled down into uh, what Isaiah does. And no doubt, dad uh, is a big force in the background, you know, giving the encouragement of uh, you know, how to play the game. So he's got a really good support network around him, which is very important for players. It's, uh, you know, that you've got the one thing as a player being uh, you know, pulled apart in games and they go home with the bumps and bruises, but it's the team that you have at home that looks after them as well. So uh, that, that plays a big part in the culture of uh, you know, any team. Do you find it funny that Australia are ranked number four in the world and you're ranked number one with no footy being played? <laughs> yeah, look, it's nice to be able to see New Zealand in the lights there, but uh, I think as a playing group, we're well aware of you know, what we want to achieve. And uh, yeah, when I first arrived, right and um, you know, being very proud to be able to coach the Kiwi team. <laughs> the players are all very hungry to be able to um, dominate and uh, get the results at a World Cup. And you know, I think that's the one there that, uh, you know, one thing around uh, the New Zealand team is that they've only won one World Cup. Um, you know, over the years now, I look at the players and we go, well, you know, with the, the ability and the players that we have, well, that's the, the target that we're really after. So, look, as uh, nice as it is, I think everyone has a real understanding about what we want to achieve uh, for the Kiwi people. Are you on the way to work at like 7.30 in the morning? Uh, I am, I am, yes. I uh, got caught in traffic in Sydney, so uh, nothing's changed over here with the traffic. <laughs> Michael, I can't have you on without talking about uh, looking forward to next season with the Tigers. How much more comfortable are you going to be without cameras imposing themselves on following the documentary on Fox last year? 
Yeah, funnily enough, I you didn't really notice the cameras the way they do that. Um, obviously, uh, watching yourself back is uh, you know, a bit of an eye opener. But uh, look, I, I tend to put my passion out there, and uh, you know the, the expectations of the team. And look, they they capture certain things, and there's a lot that goes on in and around what you would have seen there as well. I mean, uh, you know, Clubland, it's, it's, it's a great place to be. Uh, even though you have the the adversity that you face at some stages, you get to find out about each other. And um, I think it'll be a, a little easier and a little bit quieter knowing that that's not going to be in the background. But I guess we're able to share uh, with the public that um, you know, there's a lot that goes on in the rugby league team. How much tougher are you now? Because you, you're you're the one of these coaches that always comes up that when the results aren't going, well, he's gone, he's gone. How much? What have you learned about yourself when it comes to resilience in this job? Yeah, it is. It's, uh, a lot of people ask me that at the moment, and obviously at the back end of the season, there was a lot thrown uh, sort of our way at the club and itself and things like that. But uh, look, I'm very focused in you know building people and you know building the players, and I have a real understanding of where we are as a club. You know, it doesn't just happen overnight, a change in a club and you know, you spoke about culture before, about trying to develop that and develop the people within and uh, you know, I think the biggest thing is making sure that you're focused on what you want to achieve and the people around you are the most important part um, and the people externally will always have an opinion, uh, whether it's a positive or negative. I mean, I've got a lot of fans that are right behind us as well uh, and you know, those are the sorts of things that you just got to make sure that you push aside and understand that the better you can make the people within uh, the stronger the organisation will be. So they're the things that I look at. Yeah, and talking about creative culture, you, of course you've got a new director of football and former coach Tim Sheens. On a positive note, how do you see that benefiting you as a coach going forward? Uh, it'll be a real big benefit for myself. You know, clubs are made up of so many different areas uh, and you know, a lot externally in and around the team. Uh, there's a lot of work that needs to be done and having Tim and having his expertise and it's about pathways, bringing through the next generation of player. Uh, you know, in the, the days of salary cap now, you can't keep everyone. It's just reality of the business. So you need to have a, a great group of young players coming through and Tim's going to be able to help me out uh, and help the organisation out to be able to build the depths of what the West Tigers are about and we've got such a big catchment area we've got thousands and thousands of players so we should really be developing a lot within and uh, I really enjoy bringing through uh, local uh, local players you know, guys that have probably aspired to play for the club through the junior ranks uh, and then they go on and you know, they play first grade and then before you know it they're winning a competition but what you have behind that is the passion and the family that have been supporting uh, the young player and even the young female now that's coming through the game so someone like Tim can come in and help out help build uh, the things around the team so I can really focus on coaching the team itself. Have you finished recruiting? No we We've still got a couple of spots, so we're uh, we're always looking at uh, recruiting. What are you looking uh, at? What are you looking at at the uh, moment? Oh, look, I'd like another outside, big fast, big outside back. So if uh, there's any kids over there or men over there that are ready to go... <laughs> mate, there's plenty. Uh, you know that. There's plenty. Yeah, yeah, mate, there is. It's just a shame, this uh, the border at the moment. Uh, I'd really enjoy getting over to uh, New Zealand and you know, travelling around and, and meeting the people of uh, uh, you know, the little towns and things like that. And I know there's a lot of players over there and there's a lot of opportunity. So uh, for all the young players out there, keep, keep at it because uh, once the borders open up, I'm sure that uh, there's going to be some opportunities for them. And, you know, I... You know, I know all clubs over here are, are really um, focused on looking at the players in New Zealand. There's a lot of talent and there's a lot of talent that can go on and become great to the game. So it's uh, a very important part. OK, you're watching the Ashes? Uh, yes, I will be, yes. That's... So uh, it's good to see we've got one uh, 
one up, but um, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Oh, well, it'll be a late night because it's a day-nighter. Michael, thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 like you, cannot wait to see the black jersey run out and start uh, punishing other teams because of the amount of talent we have at our uh, at hand. So uh, happy Christmas and and the best of luck next year with the Tigers, bud. Yeah, I appreciate that and, and really appreciate um, you know, the support. And I do apologise. I missed you yesterday, but for um, for all the fans over there, look, the players um, are really keen to, to perform well for uh, the New Zealand people and that's one thing I do get from talking to the players a lot. They're uh, very passionate about their home and their people and uh, that's why it's so special to be able to catch the team. So really looking forward to uh, getting the international game back. Thanks, Mike. You're still on the Christmas card list. Don't worry. Good on you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks mate. Michael McGuire, Kiwis coach, Tigers coach.